Friends, we gather from our various homes today to worship together. This week marks a change once again. Last week, our board made the difficult decision to suspend in-person worship until at least the end of January. It's not a decision that any one of us wanted to make. However, with the quick spread of the Omicron variant throughout our community and the increased hospitalizations in our province, we felt that this act would provide the most safety for our congregation. Thank you to our board for your leadership throughout this pandemic. We are hopeful that with more people getting vaccinated and receiving their booster shots, and with all of us limiting our close contacts for now, that soon we'll be able to be together in person once again. As I stand in the sanctuary this morning with just those who are leading worship and those who are helping to record the service, it is another reminder of how difficult of a moment we find ourselves in once again. Just when we thought we had things figured out, as many of us, and myself included, began to feel more comfortable doing more things and being around more people, this new variant has come and we find ourselves having to take a step back once again. Many of us are tired, tired out from living through this pandemic, this long pandemic. Many of us are sad or disappointed or frustrated or filled with many other emotions. In the midst of all this, we are searching, searching for our way to continue to move forward safely towards a better day. Today, we are marking Epiphany, later than we thought, but we still celebrate Epiphany. We hear the story of the Magi. They were also searchers. They would also have been tired. They too would have faced danger and fear, yet in faith, they were led by God through the signs of a star. They made their way to Jesus and took additional steps to protect this young child from danger as they went home by another way. Likewise, as people of faith, we are led by a shining star. We are led by Jesus who shows us how to live a life to follow the path of love as we care for one another, protect the vulnerable, and work for justice in this world. Like the Magi following the star, towards Jesus, may we too be led by God's love, led by the love of Christ we share our gifts. So let us continue to care for one another as a church by phoning, emailing, messaging, video chatting with one another to check in and see how we are all doing and to stay connected. If you are able, why not join one of the online groups at the church to give and receive the gift of companionship Let's continue to hold one another in our prayer, worship together over distance, and take the necessary and sometimes difficult steps to keep ourselves and one another safe during this time. And if you need to talk, please give me a call. My number is on the answer machine at the church. Friends, the star continues to shine, and the love of Christ is always leading us. Come, let us worship. Today, our, during our sermon time, 
the children and youth of our church will be led by Heather, will help us celebrate Epiphany by sharing with us the story, Humphrey's First Christmas, written by Carol Hare. Thank you to them for this presentation and for all the ways you have continued to connect and share together during this pandemic. If you'd like to learn more about what's happening at Grace Online, please call the church or sign up for our weekly email, newslet email newsletter and announcements. And friends, as we gather for worship from our various homes, we remember that for thousands of years, Indigenous people have called this land home. We are gathered on the traditional territory of the Ottawa, Mississauga, and Anishinaabewaki nations. We are in the middle of the land covered by Treaty 45 and a half, and we pray that God may ever lead us in the path of truth and reconciliation. Him, will you come and see the light? Friends, let us join together in our call to worship. The star shining brightly in the east, discovered by those who have eyes to see the usual and the challenging. A journey into unknown territory, taken by those who have courage and curiosity. An encounter with an evil presence, evil-faced yet resisted with care. The Holy One recognized, in spite of humble origins, the glory and gifts given to God's chosen child. Let us worship God and let us pray. Eternal God, radiant with grace, thaw our fears and snowbound spirits. Make us shine with your word, our hope. Shine with you, your communion, our life. Shine with your peace, our joy. Through Christ, who is our light. Amen. Good morning. This morning's Minute for Mission. 
a better world, one water project at a time. Through mission and service, you help to provide solutions to water issues worldwide. According to UNICEF, more than half of the global population does not have access to safe sanitation, and 2.2 billion people still lack access to safe drinking water. Today, Baptism of Jesus Sunday is a good day to consider our relationship with water. How many Bible stories do you know have to do with water? Many of us have heard the story of Moses making water flow from rock and parting the Red Sea. We may remember stories about Jesus turning water into wine, walking on water, and calming it too. So often, water is the focal point of God's miracles and grace. It figures prominently because it's necessary. Clean water is essential to life, and yet around the world, people suffer for lack of it. The issues are complex. Climate change is altering weather and water patterns, causing shortages and droughts in some areas and floods in others. In some parts of the world, a growing population means rising demand and there isn't enough water to go around. Water infrastructure problems sometimes mean people can't even access water when it is available. There are racial and gender implications to accessing water as well. Did you know that on average, women and children in the global south walk nearly six kilometers to access water and carry almost 19 liters of water every day? Through mission and service, you help to provide solutions to water issues worldwide. Your generosity supports irrigation projects and provides accessibility to water. Your gifts help construct boreholes, wells, and rain catchment tanks, which in turn address food security and sanitation issues in communities. During crises, your gifts help deliver drinking water where it's needed most. In the midst of this global pandemic, your support is helping to construct sanitation stations and share life-saving hygiene communications through flyers and radio programs. Thank you for your generosity. Together, we can build a better world, one water project at a time. And today's scripture reading is from Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, the visit of the wise men. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people in Israel. 
when Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star appeared. Then he called them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring him to me so that I may pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream to not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Feel the warmth of your embrace. 
Heather with the Children and Youth Support here at Grace United and in lieu of our planned epiphany pageant uh, to accommodate the conditions of the world that we're in right now, we've decided instead to read you an epiphany story together. So we are going to read uh, Humphrey's First Christmas by Carol Heyer. Beloved, most beauteous, and exalted king of all should be my name. Instead, they call me Humphrey. This I could bear if the worst thing of all had not happened. My dearest possession, my glorious carpet blanket, has been lost along the trail. Now I am never warm, and I suffer terribly. That is why I have set into motion a plan to replace my greatest of all treasures. Three rich caravans have joined us, and there has been talk of kings. Yet these kings bring me no joy, for they have tied three huge chests to my bare back. They are so heavy, I am sure each must be filled with rocks. I carefully nudge my nose inside the caravan master's tent. This is followed closely by the chattering of my teeth, thereby letting the master know that I am most enormously cold. Success! He has not pushed me out, and I remain hopeful that a new blanket will soon be mine. Today I continue my plan to regain my treasured blanket. I add loud sniffling to the chattering of teeth and squeeze my entire body inside my master's tent. As I do so, out rolls my master, for the tent is exactly camel size. The other camels are wearing the finest of blankets. They are all comfortable and warm. Not one of them thinks about me, their cousin, in pain and misery. Because of the loss of my most precious carpet blanket, I cry out in sorrow. I weep. We have followed one star for many long nights. Now our caravan enters the town of Bethlehem. Its streets and ends are crowded with travelers. My master gives no thought to my tired feet and grumbling belly. I am forced to move on. It is as I plan. As the master chases me away, he tosses me a new blanket. I have success. Once more, I am covered with Splendor and comfort. I am filled with delight. If it were not for the heavy chest I am forced to carry, I would be almost happy. We have fallen on star for many long nights. Now our caravan enters the town of Bethlehem. Its streets and inns are crowded 
with travelers. My last review is no thought to my tired feet and rumbling belly. I am forced to move on. At last we reach the end of our journey, but I am confused. There is no great palace, no rich oasis, no palm tree with fruit. I see only a lowly stable with a family inside. The three kings rejoice and rush forward to bow before the young woman who cradles a baby. Finally, the chests are taken from my back and placed before this tiny child. As each box is opened, I see no stones, only gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In this land, I have walked past many children, but never before have I felt the need to walk toward one. Now I kneel before this baby, shivering in a manger, watching him gladdens me more than sweet water, fresh hay, or even my wondrous new blanket. I look into the baby's eyes and I am overwhelmed by love. I pull the treasure from my back and lay my gift carefully upon this child. He smiles and my nose and whiskers tingle with joy. I am happy to my toes, even without my blanket. I feel warm. Beloved, most beauteous and exalted king of all should be his name. Instead, they call him Jesus. We join our hearts together as we offer our prayers for ourselves, for one another, and for our world. Let us pray. Holy One, ever-present, ever-leading, as we enter into this week, may we, like the Magi, be guided by you. Guide us in the path towards Jesus, that we may walk the path of love, healing, and justice. We give you thanks, O God, for all the blessings that meet us this week, as we name them now. Thank you, God, for filling our lives and world with so many good things. Help us to remain ever mindful of the rich blessings of life. We give you thanks, O God, for all the gifts of time, talent, love, food, prayer, and money that we continue to share with our church, our community, and our world through our local, mission, uh, local offering, our local missions projects, and the Mission Service Fund. Bless these gifts and guide their use, we pray. We join with other communities of faith throughout our regional council as we pray for Westminster United Church in Waterloo. Continue, O oh God, to bless their ministry together. We pray for our church as we worship from home. Help us to feel one another's presence even over this distance. Help us to stay connected as we reach out to one another for mutual support. Fill us with your strength and with your love. We pray for those who are working from home, for students and educators who are taking part in online learning, for family members, friends, and caregivers who are offering support, 
We pray for all frontline workers and all who need to continue to work in public settings during this time. We pray for all who are in hospital, for those awaiting surgery, for those who are sick, and for those who are dying. We pray for all who are struggling during this pandemic. We pray for all who have been infected and those who are self-isolating, for healthcare workers, hospital staff, support staff, family and friends, for Dr. Ian Era and all who work in public health, for our provincial government as they set policy and guide us through this time, for those who are helping to administer the vaccination and those who are making sure that no country is left behind. Continue to guide us in your way, O God, that we may walk the path of Christ together, sharing love, healing, and justice in our thoughts, words, and action. We offer you now our individual prayers. We pray all this in Jesus' name, as together we join in the Lord's Prayer, using whichever language and version that is most meaningful to us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. 87, I am the light of the world.
Friends, as we conclude this time of worship, may we always remember that God goes where we go, guides us where we must make choices, comforts us where we hurt, and God continues to surprise us for who we are and what we do now and always. Friends, let us go with love, go with peace, and go with God. Amen.